guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the IGTV or the Arsenio Butt Show. And huh, I'm really excited because now I'm not going to have to hold with my hand this particular phone anymore. I'm going to have a handheld advice that's not going to be so shaky. So, guys, that should be coming as early as next week. Yes, I'm going to invest slightly into this product because this will help me so much, especially with my travels next year, potentially to South Africa, to Fiji and other places. So nonetheless, guys, I want to talk about relationships. I want to talk about sunk costs first. Now, for all my TOEFL students out there, you perhaps have already heard what a sunk cost is. Now, for those of you who haven't, I will repost in my Instagram story bio. You guys will be able to click it, which will direct you directly direct you directly to the wondrous Spotify, where you can actually listen to it. But nonetheless, the sunk cost is, let's just say you have a product, it's $100, but every month you have to invest $20 into it. So at the end of five months, you will have already invested into something that is the exact same price as the initial price, right? So if we look at a sunk cost, that's you investing in something that you should give up on. But because you have so much pride, you have so, you're very, very stubborn, you want to continue doing that so you can get your money's worth. However, if you would have bought a product that is $150 and you don't have to invest $20 over and over and over into it, you would have saved money already. So that's what a sunk cost is. So if we actually look at what a relationship is, and I love it because my student just now, she just talked about this. And so when we look at relationships, guys, and I think this is very, very fascinating, we invest over and over and over. Now, remember the entire, hey, uh, what is that? Uh, living, existing with each other, and you're basically dying rather than giving up on a relationship. Oh my God, man. A lot of people go through this, but this isn't what I'm going to speak about right now. What I'm going to speak about right now are people who invest into something that you know that will die. Now, oh my God, I know a lot of you out there be like, oh man, well, I think it's going to work. I love her so much and this and that. I completely understand. Eric Thomas is one of those people that says, man, my wife has me whipped. I do everything to invest. Guys, that is a beautiful thing because when you've been with someone for 20 years and you're still growing, that's amazing. But I know a lot of people out there and I see them just existing with one another rather than living with one another. I see them here at the shopping plaza. I see this happening all around me. And because of it, it's something that we really need to just like, like put into perspective and say, man, I've invested so much over and over and over and over into something that perhaps might end. So if we look at some of my relationships, okay, Arsenio, well, let's talk, let's talk about your relationship. Well, I knew that this crazy ass girl that I dated, oh my God, 11 years ago, when I was dating this girl, Christine, I think that's her name. Yeah, it's got to be her name. Christine, I knew that it wasn't going to work, but because I was dumbfounded by love, hey, guess what? It, it ultimately set me up for one of the biggest failures ever. She walked out on me and she went right into another relationship and she even had a kid on top of that. Boom, cherry on top. But it was the greatest thing that ever happened because that year I ended up going to Australia, right? Now, that was a relationship cause. For the year of 2008, I continued to invest over and over and over and over into this bullshit. But another girl came into the picture. Her name was Satomi Nakagawa. 
She was from Kyoto, Japan. Oh my gosh, she was an adorable human being. Man, you know what? I love Japanese people so much, man. I, man, Japanese women, they are my kryptonite. Oh my god, they set me off. They set me off. They, they, they put their goddamn heart hands in my chest and they ripped that goddamn heart out. No, I'm kidding. Not, not all of you. But anyways, you guys get the point here. You know, Satomi, she walked into my life. Oh my god, I remember when she left, man. I boo-hooed. That's right, people. I cried like a baby. And I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it. But I felt that I wasn't crying so much about her. Probably I was. But a little bit. But I was crying over the fact that she showed me an entire different life. So I invested into that relationship from 2008 to 2009. I went to Australia. Life changed forever. I was chasing the idea. But the purpose had already been filled with Satomi. But then it became a relationship cost. Yep. That's right. I was invested in that relationship. I kept saying, oh, Satomi, call me at this time. Call me at that time. By that time, man, Satomi done already cheated on me. I had to hear it from a Colombian. And big shout out to her. But again, another relationship that I was invested in, it was a friendship. And it sucked. But nonetheless, man, Satomi, she cheated on me. She left me. It was so heartbreaking. I was so heartbroken. But Satomi was my very first international friend. So I had every right in the world to be heartbroken. But I didn't realize until three years later that oh, Satomi was the one that showed me a new life. That's all she was placed in my life for. When that purpose was fulfilled, it forever took a, a turn. Now, whether or not I, you know, I agree with it, but she did cheat on me. But she, and, uh, unfortunately, she got into an abusive relationship. I'm like, God damn, Satomi, man, what is wrong with my hair? I was like, God damn, Satomi. I mean, at least I was kind of good. You didn't got into a horrible abusive relationship for a year. I mean, shit, you didn't have everything with me. But she went this way and I went this way and I kept trying to invest in that she had man my my attention units and they were completely taken up for a very long time it was an unfortunate event but she was the one that encouraged me to move to Australia there were other people that I invested into relationships that I knew that weren't going to work but I knew that if there was someone on the other side, that girl by the name of Beatrice, who I think is married now, so big shout out to her. I'm very happy for her. But I knew that her and I, there's no way, okay? I'm charismatic. She wasn't. I was happy she wasn't. I laughed. She didn't. Everything was opposite. God damn it. I didn't jump. She jumped off. I mean, it was, it was, it was ridiculous, okay? It was ridiculous. But you know what? She was on the other end when I was living out there in America from shitty 2010, the worst, the last worst year of my life, 2010, because I was working at a, oh my God, oh my goodness. But anyway, going into that 2011, I was like, man, I cannot break up this kind of relationship with her because if I do, I'm going to end up just moving to Hawaii and for fuck what? To be a dental assistant? Oh, I can't do that. Oh my God. I said, no, I got to get to Australia. And I knew that relationship was gonna, it wasn't gonna last. Cause when I got there, I was like, okay. And I'm like, dude, she's kind of boring and this and that. We can't even have conversations about anything. Man, this is a bunch of bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And we broke up. We broke up. I went from Melbourne to Sydney, which I wanted to move to to begin with. And I stayed there for nine months. After that, came here to Thailand. This, that, this, that, whatever you want to call it. And then there was another one here in Thailand. Oh, it was a bad girl. But it was a girl. She was there. And I said, you know what? I'm going to move out there. But it's not for her. I'm moving out there because I got to get the hell away from, number one, my family. And number two, man, I got to get to Asia. That's where my goal is. I need to get out there. And to have a couple of friends and have that other individual here, it was just a little bit of motivation. 
But by that time, I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to use women as motivation anymore because if I do, I'm going to keep getting fucked over and over and over. I'm kidding. It's kind of the truth in terms of what has happened in my life. But nonetheless, man, I got here. And when I got here, that friend, I knew what kind of work she did. I was like, oh, hell no, bitch. You, you got to get out of here, boy. You you one of those folks. You know what I'm saying? Let's just say uh, one word, uh, massage. Uh, not a real one. Uh, yeah, one of those. <laughs> the stories are true. Um, and so, man, uh, I ended up coming here to Thailand because it was my intuition. I built that up. But along the way, yes, I had to invest in relationship. Those, those costs, man, they were everything. But they surely were worth it. Now, for those of you who actually are in a relationship cost right now, think about it. Purpose fulfilled? Purpose unfulfilled? Purpose not fulfilled yet? Is it steadily climbing up? And at some point, it's going to drop? Perhaps. I don't know. Maybe maybe never. Okay? You might be married for 80 years. Might live some of those storybook endings, you know? But at the same time, man, I have a tendency. We invest in a lot of things, and we invest in things that we know that shit ain't working whatsoever. So ask yourself, what's the cost of this? What's the cost on my psychology, you know, on my psyche? What, what's the emotional cost? What is all the cost put together? And then you're going to have to make a decision because going into this new year, baby, it's that time. It's that time to focus. And you know what? You can focus right now. So hell with the new year. You ain't got to wait till the new year. You can focus right now. So what's it going to be? I'm your host as always, over and out.